Welcome everyone to today's Oaveh Torah Daf Yomi Shiur slash Har Today's Shiur is the first page of Rebezah Demila Daf Kuflamid Chet starting on Daf Kuflamid Zayin. Amur Bet. Says the Mishnah. Rebezah Omer Tolin et HaMishmeret B'Yom Tov V'Nodnin L'Tluya B'Shabbat we're talking here about a certain type of strainer item. When people used to press grapes in order to make wine, uh, after pressing the grapes, there was still a lot of liquid that was stuck in the uh, mass of crushed grapes. So you'll press the grapes, you have your uh, juice that dripped out of it, and in the grapes that are now smushed, there's also some some liquid. So what you would do is you would take a strainer, a straining thing, and you'd put it, hang it over a jug, and you put your, you put your mix of mush grapes on top of the strainer, and the liquids would drip off of that. Our Mishnah starts off talking about whether or not you're allowed to hang the strainer on top of your jug, and whether or not you're allowed to put the grapes on there. You are allowed to hang the strainer on Yom Tov, but not on Shabbat. Even though it makes a little bit of a roof when you do that. By hanging the strainer over a jug, you're making a little roof over the jug. It's okay on Yom Tov, but not on Shabbat, according to Shabbat, And you could put a, a, a mush of grapes onto it on Shabbat. And it's not considered separating. The Hamimamim, but the rabbis say, and Tolinum Tov, you cannot hang it on Yom Tov. And the Enot Nin Lituya Bishabbat, but you can't put any mushroom grapes down Shabbat, but you can put it on Yom Tov. So now, the Gemara explains the following. Hashta, let's analyze this. Rabbi Ezer, Osifi Olai Lo Masefinan, Lameva Dechatchila Shari. If this rabbi, Rabbi Ezer, we find in another place that he is strict and he won't let you not only make an Ohel Arai, make a temporary uh, roof. He won't let you add, even, not only won't he let you make it, he won't even let you add to it. You think he's going to allow you to make it the first time? Like by spreading this mesh over your jug, you're making something for the first time. He won't even let you add to it. Adding to, some, adding to a roof is much less than making the roof. Now, where did we ever see that he doesn't let adding to it. Mayhi, what's that case? Did Tanan, we learned in the Mishnah, mentioned before, the cork of a window, if it was in the window, and it was hanging off the window, and not even resting on the floor by a rope, then then you're allowed to use it to cork up the window hole. But if it's not tied, or if it's tied and it's not hanging and it's on the floor, not hanging from the window, and pokikimbo, you can't use it. 
So you see that he's not letting adding to an oil alai. The rabbis say either way you could do it. So you see, Rabbi Yezid is actually strict about adding to an oil alai. Why would he allow this? Everyone agrees you can't you can't make you can't make even a temporary structure from the beginning. Which means, let's say you have a bed post, you have a bed with four posts at the edges, you can't spread a blanket or a sheet over them, even though it's not there for good, because it's, you're making an oharai on Yom Tov. Of course you can't do it on Shabbat, And the machlok is about the following case. Lehosif, on adding to Oholai. Rabbi Ezer Omer, and Mosifin, B'yom Tov. Rabbi Ezer says you can't add on Yom Tov. You definitely can't add on Shabbat. But the rabbis say, Mosifin, B'Shabbat, they say you could do it on Shabbat and also on Yom Tov. So we see from here that Rabbi Eliezer seemingly is strict and doesn't allow adding to an oil alai. Just like in this case. We explained that the case was that the, the bed post had something there, it just had to be spread a little more. And Rabbi Eliezer doesn't let, and the Hamim let. So how come Rabbi Eliezer is in our Mishnah saying you could hang it up there? Hang up the strainer over the jug, says the Gemara. Rabbi Eliezer Savar Rabbi holds like Rabbi And therefore, even though normally he would say it's Asur, since this is Yom Tov, and on Yom Tov you're allowed to prepare food, Rabbi Eliezer is allowing you to set up the strainer because that is your food preparation. And the Pasuk says, Hu regarding food preparation on Yom Tov. And therefore, you're right, on Shabbat he doesn't let, but on Yom Tov he lets because it's, it's a special food heter. The Tanya, because we learned in the Brayta, and Ben Yom Tov Shabbat, Ela Ochel Nefesh Bevad. The only difference in Yom Tov Shabbat is that on Yom Tov you're allowed to do Ochel Nefesh. Yehudah lets even the preparations for, for Ochel Nefesh. And therefore, in our case, even though we're talking here about not actual food preparation. When you hang up the when you hang up the strainer, you're not doing food preparation. You're doing preparation for food preparation. But still, it's for food preparation, and therefore Rabbi Yehuda will allow it. And that's why he allows it here. It's a heter in food. Ask the Gemara. Amor the Shamin and Rabbi Yehuda. Meaning, the Rabbi Yehuda is only known to have allowed the preparations of the preparation of food only when you couldn't have done that before Yom Tov. But if you had a situation where you could have done it before Yom Tov, 
he would never allow. And therefore, you're trying to tell me that Rabbi Elias is going like Rabbi Yehuda. Rabbi Yehuda, even Rabbi Yehuda wouldn't let this because since you could have hung that strainer on the jug before Shabbat, why should we let you do it on Shabbat? Says the Gemara. The Gemara answers that Rabbi Yehuda goes a step further than Rabbi Yehuda. Rabbi Yehuda only allows machshirin that could have been prepared before Yom Tov. He only allows machshirin that could have been prepared that couldn't have been prepared before Yom Tov. But you never saw them allow machshirin that could have been prepared before Yom Tov and you just didn't want to do it. And now you can spread, spread it on Shabbat. So over here all over here also, we never would allow such a thing. Answers the Gemara, no. That's Rabbi Yehuda. Rabbi Yehuda is even more lenient. And he says, anything, even though I could have prepared it from beforehand, but since I'm doing it for Ochil, it is allowed, according to Rabbi Eliezer. It does not agree with Rabbi Shimon, and everything is cool. Says the Gemara, the Chachamim, Omim, and the Rabbis say, and totally, they hold you now, let it do it. And by the way, we ask the question, Tala Amai, what if a guy did it already? Then what happens? Amar of Yosef, Tala Chayav Chatat. The Gemara says, if Yosef holds, that you bring a korban Chatat. Amar Abaya, Elamata Tala, Kuza, Besakita, Hachanami, Demechayev. You want to claim if you have a water bottle and you hang it on a hook, you Chayav Chatat, because you added to a Oh, you have a house and you add it to it by adding, by putting a, a water bottle on it? Of course not. So now how could you say that stringing this, stringing this um, strainer on top of your jug is also a problem? And the Oraita you want to say? Now, the strainer is a little worse, but they're both not, shouldn't be the Oraitas. El Amar Really, We don't want you to do uvdin dechol. Uvdin dechol. It seems like comes out over here is anytime you have something in the malacha based, which looks like a weekday job, it's a problem. Not necessarily uh, when you're eating with a fork like you normally do during the week. That's not a malacha item. But anything that looks like a malacha here, it looks like straining, which. Is done in a weekday manner, you're not allowed to do because it looks like a weekday job. Mankit Abaya Chomre Matnitid Vitani. Abaya used to learn the strictness of our Mishnah and learn and and he would teach them all together. He would say, Hanod. Hagud, If you have a leather sack that is usually filled with liquids, and a mishmeret vikila, you have a Mishmeret, which is a uh, cloth that you put on top, 
Vekila is a is a um, a sheet that you put over a bed. Vikise galin and a chair in a place from a place called galin, which is made out of um, little pieces that are put together. Loya say you can't make them on Shabbat. Vimasur patur avalasur. All these things are asur to do on Shabbat, but if you do, it's patur avalasur. Now let's cut. Now not all these things are the same isur. Some of them all have different things, but they're all isur on Shabbat, but only asur de rabbanan. Says Ohele keva loya se. If you make an ohel keva, if you make a roof that's keva, then you can't do it to chatat. Aval mita, but if you put together the canopy of a bed, being that it's not there for a long time, and if you have a leather chair that you spread over the feet, which means you have a, you have these four feet that are in place of a chair and you spread a leather thing over it in order to be able to sit on that hanging leather strap now to hang that that leather seat cover over it is also building the asla and if you have a toilet which is basically a chair with with a uh, leather thing spread over it with a hole in the middle that you can go to the bathroom there. Mutar lenotran lechatchila. These things you're allowed to put lechatchila because they're always made to open and close like that, and people take it off and put it on, and therefore it's not even asur medrabanan. Says Gemara, We said in the Mishnah you can't put the strain there on Shabbat. Ibailu, we asked the question. Shimur Mai. Shimed Mai. Which means, let's say you put the mush of stuff there on Shabbat. What's the halacha? Do we say he did the right to the Amar Avkana, Shimur Chayav Chatat. He says, Chayav Chatat. Mat Kivla Rashid Rashid asked the question. Mir Kemidi Rabbanan, Mechayav Chatat, Rabbanan, Shalev Chatchila. How could it be that, you, that the Chachamim would say Yechayav Chatat? Rabbi Lezir is allowing you to do it, Lechatchila, and the rabbi is saying Yechayav Chatat. Usually, they're closer together. How could they be from one side to the other? Matki, Flar, Rabbi Yosef, Yosef has a question. Alam Who told you that you can't have something that is, one rabbi says Chayav Chatat, and the other rabbi says, that's Mutar. I'll show you another case. We had a case of a beautiful piece of jewelry that looks like Yerushalayim. Rabbi Kiva's wife had it, Rabbi Kamala's wife wanted it, and there's a beautiful piece of jewelry. Rameir says, He says, If you carry it out, you're Chayav Chatat. And Rabbi says, You're allowed to carry it out. So you see that there is such a thing, and therefore it's like that here too. Mahi, what's the case? The Tanya. The, the, the brightest says a woman can't go out with this ear shazav, a beautiful golden jewelry. 
that, that looks like a big piece of Yerushalayim. V'im yatsa chayev chatat. Tarakama says, chayev chatat, tevle rabbi mi'ir. Ha'amim, orim lo tetze. She can't go out with it. Im yatsa petula, but she does go out, she only did it to Rabbana, not to Oraita. Rabbi Ezra omer, yotzea isha b'yir shazav, he says he can. And therefore, Therefore, you see that there are times where one rabbi could say it's Asur Deoraita and the other rabbi could say it's Mutar. Amal Abayah, so Abayah answers, Mi Sabr B'Ezer, Arbi Meir Kai. You think Rabbi Ezer, who says Mutar, is going on Rabbi Meir, who says Asur Chayav Chatat? No. Adir Abanan Kai, he's going on the middle rabbi, the Amri Patu Abal Asur, Amri La, Ihu Mutar Lechatchila. So, since the Rabbanan are there, and the Rabbanan are the ones who say it's it's patur avalasur, Rabbi Ezra is talking about them, and he's saying, "No, I disagree with you. I think it's mutar." But he's not talking about he's not talking to Rabbi Meir, and therefore it is true that we never have from one side to the other. And we're back to our question, and we want to know how could it be that putting the dregs of wine on top of the strainer. The mush on top of the strainer could be mutar and asur. Mushumai miterin and peh. Igmar wants to know that if you say it's asur, what do you have to warn him about? Which means, which milacha do you tell him he's doing wrong? Rabbah says, Mishum borer, you have to warn him that you're doing borer. Rudeira says that you're doing miraket, a different form of separating. Amar Rabbah, Rabbah says, It's likely that it's Bored. Why? Just like when it comes to Bored. You put down the food. You're taking the food and leaving the garbage. So too, when you put the stuff on the strainer, what comes out is what you're taking. You're taking the wine out of it. And you're leaving the salt. So therefore we see it's a Bored thing. I'm right. Why? Just like when it comes to miraked, that you're sifting. The bad stuff is up, and the good stuff is down. Right? When you sift, the bad stuff stays in the sifter, and the good stuff goes down. Over here, too, the bad stuff is on top and the good stuff is coming down, and therefore it's likely that it's sifting, as opposed to Borer, where the, the good stuff is up. Tani Rami Barcheskel, Talit Kifula Lo Yase. He now let us spread a talit over four posts in order to dry. Or for another reason. And if he did it, patur avalasur. And he would wrap around it a a string or a rope in order to pull it. So, if you have a talit strapped out over some four pegs, and now you want to lay down on these, you made a bed out of the talit, you want to lie down of it. 
uh, you shouldn't do it. But if you did, you're not chayav chatat because you're about to take it off. Every bed, you don't leave there forever. Right? He could wrap around it a rope. Right? Then you're allowed to spread it on Shabbat. Because there's a rope, and the rope shows that the item is normally put on and off, then you're allowed to do the chatchila on Shabbat. So if it's not roped on and you have to bring it, then it's patur of asur. if it's roped on, it's okay. Now, says the Gemara, of Kahana Mirav, of Kahana asked Rav the following question. Mahu, kila mahu, what's the halachot about spreading a canopy? Avmita Surah, not only a canopy, even a bed to put together the sword. Mita what about putting up a bed? Amale, Avkila Muteretis, of course you can put up a bed. You can even put up a kila. So these seem to be a big contradiction. Kila Mita Mahu, what about putting up a bed and a canopy? Amale, Kila Surah, Mita Muteretis, putting up a bed is a sword. I'm sorry, putting up a canopy is a sword and a mita is okay. Don't ask a contradiction of these things. These seem to be a big contradiction. How did come off mita when we said everything's asur, mita and canopy? That's talking when you're making a karmini. Where it's made out of uh, breakdown pieces and you take it apart and put it together. And then if you're putting it together, that's what's asur. Because you're putting together a bed. When we said later on that even putting a canopy is okay, like what Rechaskel says, where he says that if you strap it during the day, it's mutar to spread out. Here too, as long as there's a strap there, it's okay. And what's kilas, why should the, the canopy be a sur while the mitah is okay? That's talking about Amar Yosef. Chazina lehu lekili de Rav Huna. I was in Rav Huna's house and I saw his bed. Demi urta negidu that at night time it was set up. Umetzafra chavita ramya, and in the day it was already thrown on the floor, which means that they took it apart. And obviously you're allowed to take it apart on Shabbat. So if you're allowed to take it apart, you could probably put it together on Shabbat according to them. Amarav b'shumer b'chia vilon. If you have a shade opposite of a door, let's say you have a, a sliding door with a shade in front of it, mutalin toto, you're allowed to put it there on Shabbat. Umutalin porko, you're allowed to take it apart. Why? Because it's not made like a roof, it's made like a mechitza. V'amar Shmuel Meshum Rebchia, and Shmuel said the name Rebchia, turn the page to Kalach Amubet. You're allowed to put a uh, canopy for, for grooms. You're allowed to spread it on Shabbat. You can take it apart. Right? Now, what are the rules, what are the restrictions for being able to put up a kilat chatanim, a canopy of a groom? This is only when the, the roof, the uppermost part of the place, has a roof of a tefach. This way you're adding to an ohel keva. But if it didn't have a roof of a tefach and you're making it, that would be a problem. Even if there's no tefach, 
Lo Amran, we didn't say that it's allowed. That's only that in the area within three tuachim of the roof, there isn't a tefach. We only said it's okay if there's no tefach and there's no width of a tefach within three. As long as the two sides of the sheet that spread out aren't far apart in their angle a tefach from the middle of the gag. But if each side has a angle of a tefach, then shipule olim ke olim dami. That's like a tefach, and it's a problem. Aval yes b'shipula tefach. But if the slope has a tefach, shipule olim ke olim dami. The slope is like the ohel. This means that the entire length of the roof can be on each side of the canopy. If you have a canopy, so you have a teepee in the middle and you have two slides sloping down. Each slide sloping down at the bottom, if you measure from the bottom to the middle, has to be less than a tefach. Otherwise, it's considered like a tefach, it's a problem. So a lot of restrictions to this being allowed to spread out. This is only true when it doesn't extend the tefach below the bed. But if it extends the tefach below the bed, it's asur because you're making the sides for a uh, uh, for the bottom of the bed. The bottom of the bed will be looked at as a uh, a keva, and you're going to put the sides. That's going to be a problem. Okay. If you have a hat made out of felt, you're allowed to wear it on Shabbat. So didn't other right to say that you're not allowed to wear a felt hat on Shabbat? You're allowed to wear one that has less than a tefach. And you can't wear one that has a full tefach. Why? That's a problem. Okay? If it has a tefach wide, then it's a tent. So it's like a guy walking around with a portable tent. Let's say a guy has a talit and he spreads it on his head. And now over his head, he spreads the talit so far that it's sticking out a tefach. Is that also a problem? Sometimes the people have it. Is that a problem? And the Gemara assumes it's not. You think you'd be chayav chata in such a case? Just like the guy carrying the felt hat? No, two different things. If the hat is tight on your head, it's a problem. And if it's not tight, uh, no, tight on your head, it's not a problem. And if it's low medek, if it's not tight, then it is a problem. So according to this, the sewer is not the problem of making an oil. The Yisur is a rabbinic Yisur of maybe your hat will fall off and you'll carry it down amot. So when it's tight, we're not worried you're going to carry it because it's not going to fall off. And when it's not tight, there's a Yisur to carry. If the hat doesn't fit you so well, it's Asur. If it fits you well, it's okay. Shalach Rami Bar Cheskel of Huna. 
I'll tell you the things that I heard that are beautiful in the name of Rav. This that we said that good bechisya, a bag by its straps. You're allowed to hang a bag by its straps on Shabbat. That's if two people are doing it. If one guy is hanging it, it's going to be regular asur. Now, why is that? Because if two people do it, they don't they don't spread it so tight. But if you have one person, he ties one side of the side and he stretches it and ties the other side. That looks more like a tent, and that would be asur according to Rav. Amar Abayabai says, Vikila, if you have a canopy bed. Even you have ten people where it doesn't spread so tight, it's still asur. It's impossible that some of it won't be spread strong, and therefore, it's, even if it's a little bit of spread strong, it's avera because you're making an ohel. What's the other case? The Tanya we learned in the Brayta, Kirash If one of the legs fell off of a oven, mutal tatala you're allowed to move it on Shabbat. Shtayim if two fell off, asur it's asur to move because it's not a keli anymore. So even if one leg falls off asur, gizelashim yitkab we're afraid that you might stick it in, and you'll do isur mataken mana on Shabbat. Okay. Torah. What was the thing that Rav sent about the Torah? Adam Rav. One day the Jews will forget the Torah. Hashem will make wild, a wild hit on you. And that hit is losing the Torah. I don't know what it's referring to. Right? When Hashem says, I'm going to do terrible things, that teaches that the word hafla is Torah. And therefore we know hafla vafela, we're going to forget that Torah. Tanu Rabbanah, we learned in the Brayta, when the rabbis came to Kenem v'yavne, a certain place where the Sanhedrin was, Amru, they said the following thing. The Jews will but one day forget the Torah. One day Hashem will send um, a hunger in land. It won't be a hunger for bread or a thirst for water. Rather, it's going to be a hunger that people are going to want to learn Torah. And they'll look for water from sea to sea and from north to east. They're going to look to find someone who knows the Torah and they won't find it. What does it mean to look for the word of Hashem? It means to look for Halakha. Dvar Hashem Zuaketz. Dvar Hashem Zunivu'ah. So they're not going to have the Torah. Beautiful. What does it mean they're looking for Hashem? A woman will take a, a, a loaf of bread that's Tiruma. 
And she'll bring it to the shuls to find out if it's Tahor to Meveen, and no one knows it well enough to find out to answer her question. It says clearly in the Torah, which is not Torah Shibal Pet, Torah Shibhtam. And therefore we see that food can, I'm sorry, food can become Tameh, even though it didn't touch it. So why would, why would the lady come and ask, will it get Tameh? So what, it was, in, it was in the oven, it could get Tameh. She wants to know if it's a Rishon the Tumah, which is a first level Tumah, or Shnia, or a second level Tumah. Ve'en Rivi, no one will know the difference. Hanayim atitinihi. You think they're not going to know the Mishnah? It's a straight Mishnah. Kiditinan. Hasheret shenim sabatanur. If you find a dead sheret in an oven, hapat shibetocho shnia. Any bread in the oven is a Shnia. Shatanur techila. Because the tanur is the first level. So tanur, we're assuming the bread is touching the oven like a lafa. And therefore, the oven becomes a Rishon, and the bread becomes a Shini. So what's the question? It's a Mishnah. So what, why would the lady be looking to find out what it is if it's obvious? If you look at the oven as if it's full of Tumah, and then maybe the pot is Rishonah, which means, do we say that it's the shed that's touching the oven, the oven touching the bread, so therefore it's a Shini. Or do we say when the shed is in the oven, it's like it's full of tumah, and that since it's full of tumah, the tumah is touching the bread also from the other side, and then it's going to be first degree, and that's why she wasn't sure, and that's why she won't be able to find anyone to answer her question. It's not so obvious. We don't say that. We don't say that it's full of tumah. How do we know the Tanya? Because we learned in a brighter. Yachol, you call You might think that any keli should get tameh in the airspace of a klicheres. Tamudomar mikol asher b'tochoyitma mikol haochel sheochal. Whatever is in it gets tameh only if it's food. And therefore, if if kilim don't, don't become tameh, then we don't look like it's full of tumah, and therefore the bread is second degree tumah, and that's the halacha. Tanya will enter the brayta. According to the first one, one day the Jews won't have the Torah. We had, they had pesukim supporting them. Rashi Yechai says, "Tzchas v'shol will never be forgotten." Pesuk says, "It'll never be forgotten." What does it mean they're going to look around to find the word of Hashem? They won't find it. They're not going to find You know what they're not going to find? I'll tell you what they're not going to find. They won't find the halacha and, and the Mishnah in the same place, which means that the reasons why the halacha is true won't be always so clear. Okay? But, of course, they're not going to forget the Torah as it were. Okay, we're going to end off here on the top of Kuf Lamba